He was horny, so he dropped him. Man is evil! Good morning, Greendale. I'm Ben. Oh, no. (laughs) You hesitated. I I was so focused on the time that I was like, there's a thing I have to do here. You hesitated. I did. Um, Okay. And here are your morning announcements. (laughs) (laughs) Doing great here, recording remotely. Today, we're talking about Community Season 1, Episode 9, Debate 109. Debate feels like a thing you can do in a quarantine. In fact, I feel like we're doing this a little bit earlier about the, you know, in our Patreon uh, pre-show banter about boy bands, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. Which way do you fall? Follow the Patreon to find out where we do. We did. We did have a whole uh, conversation about that. Although it does make me wonder, though, how many high school debate class debates were about... Backstreet Boys and In Sync. So, as somebody that was actually in a in a very actually a somewhat similar position to Jeff Winger, um, I was brought in as a substitute debate person after never thinking about it ever. I think in, we talked about this school. on on Back to the Futurama, actually. But I raise a bell. Yeah, but here it's even more poignant. Uh, not poignant. That nothing that I've done is poignant. Um, <laughs> what I meant is, uh, what what is it? Uh, actually has something to do with the episode instead of just a wild tangent um yeah it's it's not much about boy bands it's mostly about you know what i'll say this as somebody that's done debate and by done i mean very poorly and you know barely studied you you jeff wingard debate i did i did i did study though it was just it's it's another level man um i i and i took it seriously uh uh but it is what they've put on the screen about debate is actually quite accurate to what you're doing, except for the crowd stuff. That's uh, that's a bit much. Sure, um, you're, you're in a classroom with a with a judge, and then the judge pr- says who wins, and you know does some math, and then you get ranked, and then you're you're done. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, so I don't mean like actual debate competitions because. I understand that generally those debates are, uh, uh, at least as far as I understand, those subjects are assigned. Yes, and they're dry subjects. Similarly to is God is is God is is man good or evil? Uh, debate topic: What if God was one of us? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is there's no you for a for a debate club kind of thing. You have to have two sides of it. So I Man, guess good or uh, evil. Okay, uh, I guess I, it, it was a lot of it was about like laws, like do you repeal it or do you keep it or you know things like that. Legalize you, it, legalize it or don't. It actually, I think that might have been one of them. And it's like legalize you, it. You legitimately just like the debate in the show. You use facts. You use data. You're just like so many people are just like pump out as much data because you'll get points for those those data points and things like that. It's just like. Man, it's not a conversation. It's not really a debate in the way that we notice them as debates in real life. They're mostly like legitimately, here's a quote, here's here's a message, here's a quote, here's a quote, here's a quote. I got five points out of that. Good, good. That was five seconds. Good. 
It's it's really odd. Rebuttal. Legalize it. <laughs> uh, you've not supported um, you've not supported your point, so therefore no, zero points to you, Ben. So okay, I guess I guess less of a debate and more like because I was in a speech class in high okay. school. I imagine that's um, somewhat and, similar. And so you got to you got to choose your topics for speeches. Um, and so I wonder how many high school speeches once upon a time were about how Backstreet Boys and or NSYNC is better than other boy bands. I think that is close to the the highest number it can be, to be honest with you. Excellent. Uh, let us know uh, on Twitter at Good Greendale, which <laughs> we should do a poll what are four boy bands? There's NSYNC and there's Backstreet Boys. There's 98 and Degrees 98 and O-Town. Degrees and O-Town. Okay, as we, as cool. we discussed cool, cool, cool. in the pre-show banter, those are the four you get to choose from. Cool. Let's We'll do that <laughs> poll. Um, you won't remember any of this by the time that poll goes live, so you'll be very confused. I It'll think be both great. of us will. <laughs> well, so, you might not because you've edited a thing, but I'll be like, wait, what did we talk about? Enough about boy bands for now. For now. We, we can always knows? we can always come back to that subject. Enough we, about boy bands for now. Let's talk about season one, episode nine, debate 109. Uh, we start in the study room and Pierce is in the middle of a 27 minute joke, which Jeff doesn't much care for. And the dean cuts him off with an announcement. An announcement that says, good morning, Greendale. Yet again, legitimizing the name of our podcast. And our podcast itself, which are the announcements. The, the canonically yes depending on in, who you in, ask in some level of canon correct that's how canon works right you i just... think so i think we can just <laughs> pile onto their canon and call ourselves canon within their canon yes cool uh i appreciate that the announcement is about the debate team's big debate thing match meet uh, it's 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 their uh the championship debate uh Actually, you're right. I think it's a it's a, a, a is it a match or is it a meet or I think it might be a meet a debate. The, de- the it's debate certainly a off, debate competition. The debate off. Uh, mm, okay. <laughs> debate team. So the green debate, debate team go. That's what I'm gonna do. It. It's the community. Nope. It's the. <laughs> Nope. It's the Greendale debate team versus City College's debate team. City this College. Is, this is the first time we get anything about City College, the rival yes. school to Greendale Community College. They're our rival. I love the total ambiguity of the name City College. Yes, you, you. There is no idea where this could possibly be. It could be everywhere and nowhere at once. It's wonderful. You ask somebody, "Hey, where'd you go to school?" and they say, "City College." You're like, "What?" That's not a thing. Britta also is there, and she is freaking out on everybody. She's mm-hmm. freaking out at Pierce, who Pierce is trying to restart his 27 minute long joke from the beginning. She freaks out. Uh, and then she apologizes because she is trying to quit smoking. Jeff is like, I care about you and you're my friend. You need to start smoking again. Everybody is totally like, yes, 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 yes. Do that thing. Yes. Nobody likes Britta when she is uh, coming down from that nicotine 
And, and nobody seems to be willing to to agree with her that yes, that's a worthwhile thing to do to quit quit cigarettes, which is a wild choice for the show to make. Your lungs are less important than me not having to listen to you. Be a bee. Uh, we're going back to Britta being a bee. Uh, I mean, it's ca- it's canon in the show. You, they can't sing a song about it if it's not true. Which is why every time I've sung a song, it's all come true. Mike like so just much got Abed a film. million dollars and he is super rich now. It's a good song, right? It's a it's a great song. Um, and also Ben also got a million dollars and everybody can just go podcast forever. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, fantastic song. I dig it. You are a songsmith. I, I, I'm not losing my mind thanks to the quarantine. Thank, how are you? I am perfectly bombastic. Pierce suggests that she try hypnotherapy, and that way she can break this cycle of nicotine addiction. And everybody is like, and he's like, I happen to know somebody. His name's Pierce Hawthorne. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Everyone's a little surprised that she does this and because they were like, this is dumb. Don't do this. But she she says she wants to do it. Uh, this is when Troy comes in. It's like, did anybody, has anybody seen the film department website? Has anybody seen Abed's films? They're all about us. Uh, he pulls up a film that's about Jeff living in his car, which happened last week. But Abed posted that two weeks ago. We have introduced all three plots right here in this very first scene. It's a very efficient delivery mechanism. Yeah, we're we're not even a minute into this episode and we're we we know where these things three things are going. We see the tracks and they're going to go straight down them. Uh so yes, Abed's film came out 2 weeks ago, so everyone is a little bit nervous that Abed can tell the future. Mm-hmm. Shirley calls him a soothsayer. That boy's a soothsayer. This is wrinkling my brain. This is wrinkling my brain. That's wrinkling my brain. Later on in the hallway, the Dean, Annie, and Professor Whitman, whose name I forgot, and I wrote Whitmore in my notes. That was close enough. That was the president from Independence Day. It was President Whitmore. See, you were close. I was close. The three of them, but not President Whitmore from Independence Day. (laughs) That would be a different episode. They all accost Jeff all at once. Annie's partner has has dropped out for some unknown reason, I think. And something like that, yeah. Um, they want Jeff to replace Annie's partner because he was a lawyer, so he must be good at debating, right? Right. The dean also calls City College a bunch of snobs and has a, a quite a lot of like anger towards their star debater. There's Simmons. There's there's some animosity uh, towards City College and towards Simmons. Mm-hmm. Jeff is not receptive to the offer and kind of like goes one way and then goes the other to juke them out a little bit. Um, and the dean's like, "Look, jerkwad." Okay, sorry, that got a little heated. I'm I'm sorry. You would think the dean was also quitting smoking, but he's maybe just, he is. He's just really up in arms about how he needs a win. Greendale needs a win. You mean? The high-strung Dean is high-strung in this episode? (laughs) I had no idea. The Dean indicates that the best compliment that the sports department gets is that the basketball team is really gay. So, you know, not a particularly well-known 
sports institution. Do that is true. What what's okay? So last week we addressed do uh, community colleges have dorms? Do community colleges have sports teams? I so here's here's a thing that I know because I'm a sports fan and I go way too deep into this. There are things called junior colleges, which I don't think are necessarily community college that do have sports teams. And that's where some like uh, uh, football players end up transferring to 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 transfer then to another division one school. I don't know if they're necessarily community colleges. The community college I remember from home did not have sports, I don't think. Uh, I found communitycollegereview.com slash blog slash athletics in community colleges. See, you have a primary source. I do. Uh, It's a very long-winded way to say (laughs) sometimes, (laughs) yes. I mean, you have to make it long-winded. Otherwise, people will click off immediately and you can't get that ad revenue. I'm assuming you they need those page views. Got to get the page views and time on page. It's a very important metric. A, a lot of people forget that. A lot of people forget that, but not Facebook. Facebook remembers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, I'm looking, I'm looking at a future where uh, Pepperidge Farm commercials have become Facebook commercials. Uh-huh. For a moment there, I um, thought do you, you remember be- what you did last summer? <laughs> Facebook <laughs> remembers. First off, I thought you were going to go on to a. I can see a future where Facebook has a basketball team. <laughs> I thought that Facebook was going to be really funny. Facebook does have a basketball team. I'm going to Google that. Oh, boy. Um, ben Googles that corner about basketball Facebook- this time. Okay, hold on. <laughs> does Facebook have a sports team? I'm I'm really looking forward to this. It's just a bunch of articles about how to create pages for sports teams on Facebook. Darn it. Facebook's SEO so that we can't find their sports team is too good. The opposite SEO. Search it. Engine de-optimization. Apparently, Facebook Messenger has a hidden basketball game you can play. I think I've played that before. Four years ago. Um, I think I've played that. So... I don't That's think Mark Zuckerberg helpful. has a sports team yet. I'm, Wait, I'm does Mark Zuckerberg about... own any sports teams? I'm just Google. <laughs> I do love. I welcome do love to that. quarantine land, where I just Google things constantly. <laughs> well, we're both sitting on our computers. It's so easy for us to 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 Google something really fast. Does Mark Zuckerberg own a sports team? cnet.com uh oh that's a snoop that's a do- snoop dog to zuckerberg let's buy a sports team <laughs> so apparently that seems like a- the conglomeration of owners that i want apparently uh 10 years ago snoop dog Good wanted to Lord. buy a sports team with mark zuckerberg i can't i can't believe mark zuckerberg's been that for 10 years oh my god in an in Less related to Facebook news. The dean offers Jeff a lot of things. We are just jumping that off immediately. Okay. Uh, He offers Jeff a lot of things. What's it going to take? You know, a plum parking space, free meals, a a, uh, night of companionship, if if you know what I mean. Jeff agrees to do it for the parking spot and for the dean to promise him not to tell him what he means. Later in the music room... Pierce is actively reading a book about hypnotherapy. 
Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I like the fact that it's in the band room again. Why are we there? Why is that the location? Because they paid for the set last week and they still had it. The favorite, my favorite part is that, yes, it is that, but it's the same room that they've used for like three or four. It's like, they're like, here's this, this week, it's the pool room. This week, it's the, you know, the pottery room. This week, it's the band room. It's the same room. It has the same entrance and everything. You, sometimes you got to save that money. You got to save that money. I'm just it's, surprised uh, community didn't be like, hey, look, doesn't this room look oddly familiar? So the thing is, I mean, community gets really meta down yeah. the line. It does not start out particularly meta. I would like, say that this this episode gets kind of meta. It It is a little bit more meta than the average show at the start. Yes. And then by the end, community is like, yeah, we're a TV show. Deal with it. Yeah, it's eating its own <laughs> tail in, in the meta sense. But but this episode, because of Abed's kind of movie thing, starts kind of leaning into that. Yes. But we'll get uh, into but, that later. So yes, in the music room, uh, Pierce is actively reading a book about hypnotherapy. He previously claimed that he was an expert. Uh, Pierce has done this a couple times where he's proclaimed to be an expert at something and j- is shown that he knows nothing about it and he's just trying to look cool. Uh, sounds like a lot of old white men. So Pierce, well, you know, that's, that's a fair point. Pierce actually kind of tries to do his best from the get go. He's like, I mean, he's still a jerk in the process. He's not effective, but he's not terrible until he starts to associate cigarettes with things that disgust Britta, bad tasting food, sex with men, wearing attractive clothing. And, uh, then he does a pratfall where he falls over onto a bunch of instruments. My note says that I got sad because I love musical instruments <laughs> a lot. And he's just like crushing saxophones and drums. And sure. And this I is mean, not the last time this episode. Poor musical instruments suffer at the hands and feet and butt of Pierce Hawthorne. Yeah, there's something. I mean, you know, Chevy Chase as who he is. He is very good at a pratfall and community knows it. And they're like, all right, this is the episode where we get a couple good pratfalls. Yes. Pierce falls down onto all these instruments and he's like, he's like, I need help. And Britta's pretending to be totally asleep. And he's yeah. like, why did I put you under so well? Oh, damn my talent. It, it, it feels like a very calculated moment, to be honest with you. It's true. Honestly, my acting talent bringing it back to calculon all right Gotta bring it back to calculon we watched so much futurama i'm we- gonna reference it <laughs> look you can't you can't believe you have to believe me i'm gonna reference when it. when you've done three and a half years of a futurama podcast you can't turn it off it i and i don't honestly i don't want to i like futurama a lot you can li- you can listen to how much in back to the futurama <laughs> our previous podcast in the study room Jeff is insisting that he does not need to practice for this debate. He was a lawyer, which means that he was a debater for money. And so this should be no problem. This is when Britta comes in and is like, and Jeff says, this hypnotherapy thing is never going to end for you. And Britta's like, it's done. He wants one more session. 
Abed also shows up at this point, and everybody is immediately terrified. Like, the the air gets sucked out of the room right. as Abed enters. Uh, he's like, yo, you've watched the videos on the website. I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not a I'm not a, a psychic or anything. Abed just points out that he's a student of human character. He knows everyone so well that he can predict their behavior. Uh, and then Abed is like, "Here, let me show you." And he shows them a film where Pierce has hurt his leg in a music room. So there's like By falling music, down. musical instruments on the floor. It's very clearly a music room. And he's like, ah, my leg. And then at that moment, Pierce walks in with a brace on his leg and everybody freaks out. Shirley calls him an evil wizard. Shirley says some things to Abed in this episode. This is a good episode for Shirley. Not from a character standpoint, just a quote standpoint. She's very good. It's very enjoyable. Uh, We go to the debate greendale is arguing so let me back up the the debate topic is is man inherently good or inherently evil right greendale's side is that man is inherently evil right and that means city college is arguing that man is good um this is an interesting duality of the episode because jeremy simmons is a dick It's true. So we are introduced to Jeremy Simmons, who is played by Aaron Himmelstein. He's quite good. He's quite good at this. This He's very very, good. It's a very good performance. He's the kind of actor that I look at and I'm like, I've seen him in something. And then I looked at his Wikipedia page and I'm like, huh. (laughs) I don't remember him in any of these roles. He was young Austin Powers in Austin Powers Gold Member. I'm sorry? No. That that's what wow. IMDB says. Do you doubt IMDB? No, I don't doubt IMDB. Sir? I'm just like I'm don't don't mistake my taken abackness for doubting the IMDB. It's the Internet Movie Database, friends. I can't doubt it. It's not the Internet Movie Guessing Station. Wait, what oh. is a guessing station? <laughs> I don't know, but I want to <laughs> I want to sign up for that. Uh I want to I want to build that website. Uh, well, I was going to look him up on IMDb again, but now I'm like, I'm going to Google <laughs> guessing station. First, we were going to do something that actually had something to do with this episode. And then we said, nah. I have no idea. <laughs> have you ever Googled something and then uh, all the words come up on a page and you're just like, I know all of these words, but none of these <laughs> none of these combinations make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm 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 abandoning this this joke because Google <laughs> has ruined it. Um Got to get Google, Sometimes you got to get rid of the joke when it's just not working because Google. Because Google. So yeah, he was young Austin and Austin Powers in Goldmember. Cool. Um he was specialist Cameron Klein in Avengers Age of Ultron. What who? He was in an episode of house that i don't remember i've not Uh, seen house i know that it's never lupus though it's not lupus until it was lupus one time oh it was Um, lupus one time it was lupus one time that feels like a good uh subversion of the trope he was boy in the park in the movie high fidelity 
So what? yeah, like every time I've watched this, I'm like, oh yeah, it's that guy. I definitely know who that guy is. Like he's just got one of those character actor faces where you're like, sure. yeah, I totally know that guy. And then the moment that I looked him up on IMDb, I was like, huh. I, I will say that I will say that community basically when they cast these like single time or multi-time antagonists, it gives whoever's directing it or kind of like Dan Harmon or whoever, somebody has basically just said, okay, this is the hammiest role you can ever have. Go have fun with it. And that's it. That's the only piece of direction because these antagonists are always like over the top, just the right amount. Absolutely. Uh, I think, I think the thing is in a show like community where everything is kind of ludicrous already and the characters themselves are kind of jerks a lot of the time like they're well-meaning jerks right most of the time but they're still jerks and they're still only well-meaning most of the time right you need villains to be over the top or you need villains to be really good people who get in the way Right. And then you find out later you were the bad guy the whole time. Right. I mean, I, I will say that what I just said about mo- like so many uh, antagonists in the show are really well done. There is an episode I'm thinking of that I will hate and I'll tell you. And <laughs> in the moment, I will tell you why. But that's something you have to keep your eyes and ears open for in future weeks. It's important when you're doing a podcast to lay out potential interesting points to mm-hmm. keep people listening because otherwise why are they gonna keep listening because otherwise it's gonna be like yeah no you talked about season one episode nine debate 109 but what's next and yeah that's it cool that's that's what i wanted to listen to so i'm out good job guys you did it um i'm gonna go listen to serial again because it's a good podcast mm-hmm. i guess i've never actually listened to it i've just been told it's very good Maybe we should listen to it. Uh, we have time now. <laughs> but there was time now. Um, oh, no, anyways. my earbuds broke. But there was time now. <laughs> my ears have fallen off. But there was time. Uh-huh. Um, it's okay. There's a transcript. Oh, no, my eyes have fallen out, too. And now we're just making the same jokes from Futurama again. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, Futurama was making a joke about Twilight Zone, so it's... I mean, we were too. It's layers. This is an onion of irony. So, we did it. We we did something. So, uh, yes, Jeremy Simmons. First of all, he's a Jeremy, which, Mm. you know, we've we've got... We've got beef with Jeremy's, with all Jeremy's, (laughs) apparently. They have a league, and uh, I'm 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 anxious they, about it. They have a league that is out to make us bad at podcasting by which letting again, us do our own thing. Which again, they just basically <laughs> let us go. So you know, it was a whole that. thing on our last podcast. It makes absolutely no sense now. Um, it makes it made no sense then. <laughs> uh, he is in a wheelchair, um, which I only bring up the wheelchair because it is Chekhov's wheelchair. Yes, it, it's going to be a pl- plot point later. 
he cites a bunch of statistics pointing out that man is good. And now with your explanation at the beginning of the episode, I know why he's just like, here's a statistic. Here's a statistic. Exactly. Here's more numbers. Here's about the number about of kidney donations. Here's the number of, uh, exactly. you know, whatever other good thing. I've forgotten them all because it's fine. I thought they were bull crap. I mean, it debate is kind of just like throwing so many strands of spaghetti on the wall and then just being overwhelmed by it. Um, he does also include a personal anecdote that the Dean held the door open for him and the Dean's like, Oh, I love, I hate this guy. Jeff's turn comes up and he, first of all, uh, I've never noticed it until this watch, but he is still dressed in his normal Jeff street clothes. He's not wearing the, uh, the uh, official uniform. Uh huh. It shows you how much he doesn't really give a crap, <laughs> right? Uh, which again, it's a good detail, but I've never noticed it before. Um, but he he gets up and he's he is just like, all right, let's let's just you know take it down a, a, a notch here. Um, he talks directly to one of the lady judges and uh, compliments that she looks good, and but he's like, how many people? told you that you look good today and she's like zero and he's like see man's evil i only did it to get points because man is evil and then he uh leads everybody through he he leads the whole audience of this debate through uh the song evil woman Mm -hmm. and the crowd's into it sure the judges are into it everyone's into it but being into it doesn't mean you win debate it's debate not american idol it's true jeff gets zero points yes uh the score after round one is 50 to 8 for city college and annie got all of those points i also want to point out that i'm really thankful that you took notes about his actual content of his speech because i tuned out a little bit to be honest with you because it's a jeff speech and there's going to be a lot of those (laughs) Honestly, um, a lot of Jeff's speeches, like you hear one, you hear them all. Exactly. You don't really need a lot of the details most of the time. He says some things. He disparages Benjamin Button, the movie. Mm -hmm. He does do that. Um, He says that a lady judge uh, is looking very nice today. Mm -hmm. And then he gets his way most of the time. But not in this case, because this is a formal debate referencing Benjamin Button and uh, complimenting lady judges and singing Evil Woman and whatever other stupid antics Jeff always gets up to. Uh, the Chalupa thing, like... That would not fly not gonna, here on That's debate. not going to work here. This is debate, This man. is debate. You gotta, I really need to get like a, a sports drop. Like, this is debate. And then like some really cool... Like, I mean, there's no sports right now. Why not? This is the closest thing we have, Ben. Why I'm not losing have my mind. internet debate as an eSport? I mean, I've already started watching Marble Runs as my best sport that I've got Wait. right now. Hold up. Back it up. Marble okay. Runs? Yeah. there. There's a, a YouTube series called Gels Marble Runs run by somebody from, uh, from the Netherlands, I'm pretty sure. And it's all just like setting up marbles and running through through races and then they they had last year there was the marble olympics where there were different 
different uh, categories of races or like stylistic events or like there was one where it was like block pushing and you got as far as you could (laughs) and I was into it. I watched all 20 events and I was very upset that my favorite team, the O-Rangers, didn't do better. So you don't even pick good sports teams when it's marble racing, is what ben, I'm you hearing. Know, ben, that would be so outside of my uh, my character that, of course, I did not. I picked... I didn't... Okay. Well, honestly, I did not know at the time they were bad. But, it, you know, looking back, I should have known. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But they were, mid, they were middle of the... the they had a few medal... Uh, they, had, they got to the podium a few times. They were in the middle. They weren't last. That's all that matters. So uh, quarantine's going real good for you is what I'm It's going super great. (laughs) Instead of watching NBA basketball or NHL hockey or MLS soccer, I'm watching marbles go down a a path uh, helped by gravity (laughs) and taking times and sports and, and scores and stuff. I saw one about the World Cup about and it's 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 it life is. Life is going, man. I I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Um all right. I just I just didn't want to to go right by this this casual drop of marble racing. I'm going to um, first off, when when I when we're done here, I'm going to send it to you and you're going to be like the the production value on this is surprising. Okay. And then we're going to tweet it out and people are going to be like no, I see why Mike is interested in this. The production is very good. Um, so as as sort of a, a random tangent, one of my favorite moments in the Off movie, of the random tangent we just had. <laughs> yes. One of my favorite moments in uh, The Emperor's New Groove is when his little shoulder angel and his little shoulder devil are debating. See? See, it's coming Ooh. back around. <laughs> but they're debating yep. to try to get him to do a thing. And then... Uh, the the little shoulder devil stands on his hands and he's like, I can do this. And then the the angel is like, Well, now hold on a second. He's got a point. <laughs> that that same that same sort of mentality of like, Well, hold on a minute. He's got a point. That's what I expect marble racing to be. I expect the little the little shoulder angel Ben to be like. Well, now hold on a minute. Mike's got a point about this this marble racing. It there's also I'm going to have a new favorite team this time tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's commentary. People record commentary for this, <laughs> and it's a, and also there's like storylines. So like during the marble. Okay, we're just talking about this now. Uh, during the marble Olympics, one of the coach uh, the the host nation. Uh, I guess host team region, whatever fired their head coach middle of the uh, middle of the competition and had an interim high head coach. Hold on. There are coaches. Yes. They're also marbles. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, uh, it's okay. It's not sports, but it's the closest thing I got right now. I mean, I could watch, I I know that like there's going to be, um, basketball has esports and so does uh nfl and you know the other stuff but like it you, there's going to be the draft in about a month but until then it's just marble runs for me man okay um i added mm. them to my rss feed so i'd be like anytime there's a new marble run i need to know it immediately speaking of sports the greendale basketball <laughs> team shows up uh at the end of round one and uh it turns out that they have reserved the gym for practice. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the the dean, sure enough, he checks the clipboard. And he's like, "Oh, yep, nope, nope, that's our bad. They definitely reserved it for practice. We'll have to we'll have to do this tomorrow." Yeah. He, he, uh, and he hopefully, suspends. our team gets it together by then. Yeah, he suspends the debate and says, "They got us by the short ones." <laughs> I'm sure that's something you were like, "I'm going to leave that out," and yet I needed to say it. I do like the uh, the outfits for the basketball players. They all seem to have mustaches and wearing short shorts and like crop top t-shirts. And I'm like, that's a look. I like that. It is a look. So uh, Jeff gets really mad because he got zero points. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's so mad he kicks over a trash can. He acts like he's he doesn't care, which is something that Abed had found earlier that he doesn't care. But things are things affect him more than he, he lets on. Simmons gives Jeff a hard time, and Jeff doesn't really care. But then Simmons goes after Annie with mm-hmm. a little, like, really nasally whine sort of uh, taunt about... Call, mm. He calls her Little Annie Adderall. Little Annie Adderall was an outcast in high school. Uh, so I guess that name gets around, because how does... How does... Uh, how does simmons know that is it i'm assuming it's a small enough town is debate a harsh enough sport that that sort of reputation goes Uh, through the debate locker room so i don't think it i honestly i don't think it's a debate thing i think it's this town is so small even though it can support two colleges for some reason it's it's a small enough region of Colorado that this got around because it was news. Um, similar to the fact that Troy had done the keg flip that okay. people knew about it. And I think he's just like trying to, he knows about it and he's, he's probably done the research. I mean, he's a debate guy for God's sake. And then he's like, okay, I can use this to get under their skin during the debate. So I win the debate and they suck and man is good. Okay, so yes, uh, Simmons gives this little playground taunt, basically, mm-hmm. and that at that point, Jeff is like, "No, that's it. I'm in. We're gonna kick your butts." That's the end of the scene. <laughs> yes, that is the end of the scene. At the library, Troy walks in and he is crying, and Britta is is uh, following him, and he's like, "I liked it better when you were smoking." No, you're right. My feet are long and stupid. You can't unring that bell. It's which, by the way, a- listen to my new podcast, Ring My Bell. <laughs> First off. Thank you, Troy, for that perfect segue. Fantastic promotion. I'm very proud of you. I it's love a, the line. It's a podcast about Taco Bell and masturbation, and I'm not making that up anyways. I mean, it's, I did. I made up the podcast, and now it's a real thing. I will say this. This podcast that you're listening to now is safe for work. The podcast that Ben just mentioned is not not safe for work. I just liked that Troy used that specific phrase, and I'm like, ha, 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 segue. Uh, I'm going to use this for promotion capabilities. Donald Glover, uh, he, he gave me that uh, alley-oop, and I went up for that dunk. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you sent that check about, what, seven years ago at this point, so that he would do that. <laughs> yes, uh, about time. So you are um, playing the long con, my friend. Someday I will have a podcast about masturbation and Taco Bell and I will. And I know this is going to work. Shirley gets really upset 
as this conversation is happening behind her. And she finds Abed and she's like, you knew what was going to happen yesterday. Uh, he's reading the newspaper and she's <laughs> like, why do you need the newspaper? You knew what was going to happen yesterday. You middle Eastern eight ball, which what? Okay. Woo. Woo. Sure. Why, why do you, why do you got to bring the, the middle Eastern part into this? Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a choice that she made, but, um, Abed's like, no, 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 no. I, I'm just an entertainer. If it'll make you feel better, I'll show you what I'm working on right now. And it's a video of her being chased <laughs> like a werewolf, uh, dressed up kind of like a teen wolf. And then Troy and Annie are kissing in the study room. And Shirley's like, you're a fool. I do love how up until this point, all of Abed's films have been very normal. I mean, mm-hmm. normal in, in this like, oh, this old man fell down in a music room and busted sure. his, his leg. But I like how all of a sudden he's like, let's experiment with Shirley gets chased by a teen wolf. Yeah. Let me put it, put her in this situation that I know how she'd react in it, but likely is is imp- improbable to happen. Later on, Jeff and Annie are working on debate. Jeff recommends that Annie needs to go off book because uh, she is just so into mm-hmm. the structure and the rules and she needs to loosen up and she's like you know what yeah i'm like a librarian here with my hair all up and she lets her hair down and my note my next note says jeff gets a little horny for well, that one i mean we <laughs> i'm like okay i've got to get an edge word in twice to get the first part it because it's one of my favorite parts uh, jeff gets a stress headache and and he's like, what is this? It's a pain right above my my eyebrow. It's like, you got to get used to this. This is debate. I was I was getting straight to the part where Jeff was horny for I this. I mean, we're, because we're now in the horny for this stage. Because as previously mentioned, Community gave me a really huge crush on Allison Brie. And if you weren't already crushing on Allison Brie, this scene where they're like, sup? She lets her hair down. She's just, she's got that slight, like bubbly giggly personality but also kind of serious but also boom there's some cleavage now there's a lot like, of cleavage if you weren't already crushing on allison brie yeah that's i mean de- after this like yeah yeah so just yep. you know i i get it i get why jeff's horny for this one every everybody in this episode is horny on maine <laughs> it's uh quarantine we're all horny on maine I mean, there's we there's not much else for us to do. I'm watching Marvel <laughs> runs for God's sakes. While they're doing this, Shirley pops her head in and she's like, "Hey, be careful, you two. Abed thinks you're gonna kiss." And they're like, "What? Ha ha ha! ha no!" Ha. And then at that point, that's when uh, Annie takes. She's got a, a sweater kind of tied around her, and she takes that off. And that's when you get that cleavage. And then she is leaning down, like, to hold a book in front of Jeff. And it is just, like, sexual tension. Yeah. And they're like, uh, we should probably study alone. Uh, we can be more reproductive. I mean, productive. And, yeah. And they do. I love that they do the, like, because I have totally done this multiple times. They do the awkward hug or handshake dance where one goes to hug and the other goes to handshake. And then they flip flop. Um, none of mine have ever ended up with someone's head getting patted at the end though. I can't say the same. 
<laughs> I wish I was joking. I am that awkward. Okay. All right. See, I thought I was I thought I was awkward. <laughs> I'm also much taller than a lot of my friends. So it's like, you know, like I, I had a friend that was uh uh similar height to our friend. I Tema. had a friend that was me a measly seven foot four. Ha ha ha. What a shorty. Ha ha ha. First off, you know I'm not I'm not anywhere close to that height, so thank you. No, I mean like a you know a, a friend that was like uh, five three, and once I patted her head, and she's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "So many many things." So yes, they abandon this study session to the point where Jeff forgets his phone. He's like, "It's okay, I can get another one." Mm-hmm. Um, later on in the music room, Pierce is trying round two of hypnotherapy, and it immediately goes to uh like he he's like you want to quit smoking also you'll find yourself attracted to slightly older men so i buy him dinner and go back to his hot tub maybe invite a friend to join us and he uses the word us sure to join us for a three-way i will point out that okay so this is not pierce's best gambit or a good one or anything he does catch Britta with her eye open. So he knows that he's she's not under. Right. He kind of knows that he's bad at this. He knows that she is now basically saying, like, I'll do it for his benefit. Right. And then he kind of uses this really awful way to do it to get her to to reveal herself. So it's a weird, like, gambit that it works, but it feels gross. I agree with I you mean, that it feels gross. I mean, I, I think it's a perfectly fine gambit because, like... If you want to expose somebody who is faking it, like you, you got to do something to yeah. get them to break. And like, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's gross, but like, you know, it's, it's playing uh, pretend hypnotherapist chicken. Like who's going to break first? Pierce knows, Pierce knows what he's about. That's true. And, and I think because it's not, it, it, if if they didn't have the little shot where Pierce is noticing that she's she had her eyes open and she he's like, well, I'm going to get her on this one. It would be right. much, much worse because it's like, OK, he's just actively trying to get her to right. be hypnotized. But I, but I, I think that's an important thing to point out because it is basically him recognizing that she's not actually under. Right. Uh, Britta loses it, as one might suspect. Um, he says that he knows he was faking it. And then I got very distracted because there's a poster in the background oh, of the music goodness, room. Oh, my goodness, Ben. All right. <laughs> for, it, it's a woman's face and it says Panfira. And she it looks like she's playing some panpipes or something. And I was like, is this a thing? So I Googled it. Uh, the why, only information. Why did you do this research? <laughs> because Panfira looked so sincere in her panpiping that i was like I, I was like is this a real thing or is this some very ridiculous stock photography oh, man. I, like I what what is where did this come from unfortunately i, I don't think i i can i can't believe you unfortunately you how how we've been doing this for years you know me <laughs> i i mean this is such a <laughs> wild wild detail to find though okay but go so ahead. i i googled panfira and the only information that i could find was i found what looks like a profile on a russian social network and i don't speak russian so i mm-hmm. couldn't understand what was going on did you uh, not but use it looked google like, translate it looked like i mean i was trying to take notes at the same time 
I didn't have <laughs> time like, to Curry, really like, go like, down this. Wait, what's I, going on in this Russian Facebook? What? Oh, hold on, let me figure I, this I out. I looked at the rabbit hole while driving by it on a bus. So, <laughs> and this bus ain't stopping. It was it's not. It's an express so, directly it, to the end of the episode. Like, it looks like the woman on the poster. So I want to know if Panfira is a real thing. Or if it's just a ran a really random background thing in community. I, I would uh probably say it's the second one. But what if it's the first one? What if Panfira has like albums and I can buy pan flute albums by Panfira? For I okay. Well <laughs> Okay. I love your commitment to the bit. I do appreciate it very much. So I do look forward to having a follow-up report uh on next week's podcast. Because I feel like you're gonna just you're gonna be obsessed with this. Also, when you look when you Google Panfira, uh, Google's like, "Did you mean Pandora?" And I was like, "I definitely did not." Google, get with the times. I'm talking about Panfira, that sweet maybe Russian lady <laughs> who maybe plays some panpipes. <laughs> And maybe she doesn't, because I don't know anything about Panfira. I want to know more about doesn't. Panfira. Um, Do you know anything about Panfira? Tweet us. <laughs> please, if you have any Panfira albums or know anything about Panfira, or if you are Panfira, let me know. I want to know more about <laughs> Panfira, the maybe Russian lady who maybe plays panpipes. So, yes. Wow. Pierce, Pierce gives a, a speech uh, a, where he's sticking up for himself um, because he's like, you you don't believe in me and you treat yeah. me uh, like a fool. And, you know, it's actually a pretty good speech yeah. about how, you know, he he feels that he is not respected. And then he immediately falls into more sure. instruments. And then my note yet again says, and I got sad. Right. You, you, you get sad about those instruments. He, he does. He's like, I will not be pitied by you. And then falls over. So I, I, I think it's a, it's okay. So this is going to be an intro. Maybe anyway, the point I want to make is that I feel like this is probably the best use of Chevy chase because he has, He's very good at that performative anger falling immediately into foolsmanship of like, I will not be pitied and then falls directly into a big bunch of, uh, I mean, it's classic, uh, like national lampoon, like, yeah. uh, family vacation. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. I get he's that. a very good buffoon. And I think that this episode actually understands that the most and is like of so far, like this is what he, this is where he's the best. When you've got Clark Griswold, you got to Clark Griswold it up. Absolutely. My family and I are looking for sex. Uh, anyways. Um. Is this <laughs> is this our next Patreon goal to get me to watch something? Because I don't think I've watched any of those. You haven't watched uh, any of the National Lampoon's Family Vacations? I like don't European think so, no. Vacation or Christmas Vacation? I know I've seen clips of Christmas Vacation because he, he plugs in the uh, the lights. Okay. So well, then you Patreon don't understand goal? what I'm talking about. It's fine. I'm sorry, Ben. $75 a month and I'll watch those movies. And we'll record it and put it on the Patreon for some reason. We might have to do it remotely. Who knows anymore? At debate round two, Simmons is giving a speech. Uh, he is openly weeping at a quote about 
the purity of fallen snow on the filthy ground. Man, he can he can cry those fake tears. I I can see through those tears. He does a very good job. Troy is in the audience crying. He's like, "What, man? Dude gets it." Yeah, he Troy Troy has nothing to do in this episode, but everything he gets to do is so good. Jeff offers rebuttal. Uh, he is now actually wearing the Greendale outfit, um, and he cites the Stanford Prison Experiment, uh, which is a very famous mm-hmm. uh, yet kind of flawed uh, and very controversial study. Um, just as background, it does it is not as telling as uh, when when people cite it at you. It's not quite as telling as they think it is. Sure, uh, but read it does give you it. a point in debate. It's true. Read up about it if you want to be pedantic like me and talk about the flaws in the Stanford prison experiment. Um, He also cites Jesus, who I will not take a stand against because we are already on the hook for a poll in which God got blamed for getting the the (laughs) table wet uh, at the tribunal. And I don't, I don't want to make an enemy out of both God and Jesus on this podcast. I mean, that's two out of three. At that point, we might as well go for the full at that, trifecta. At that point, I mean, they've already got the majority. So, like, might as well just piss off that holy ghost. Like, I'm already outvoted. See, if we titled these with quotes that we said, piss off the holy ghost is a pretty good quote. Oh, I do. I subtitle every one of these now, baby. So. <laughs> oh, I must have missed that. <laughs> Then it goes into, well, first of all, surely it, when when Jesus is quoted, she's like, oh, that's nice, uh, which I really <laughs> appreciate. But then it goes into this really like a epic action-oriented back and forth where they are shouting things. Um, I didn't write any of them down. I it's didn't either, whole, but I, it's a whole thing. I said we get the highest stakes debate montage we've ever seen or will ever see on television. It's true. If there's a more intense debate scene on television for a, a collegiate debate i i don't know about it and you're narrowing it down to collegiate debate i'm sure there's some like really epic lawyer stuff on all those procedurals oh, i don't but watch that, yes but but that's not well okay fair enough uh controlled debate i mean if if you're if you're allowing courtroom like we're at some right. point there's gonna right. be like a freaking phoenix right uh oh, sure. tv show Objection. probably right and then at that point that statement's right. no longer valid but, but but you know the debate as a kind of competition rather than you know court yeah that that that's a good point greendale is in the lead simmons needs a miracle britta gets so uh she's so tensed up by this debate championship hey, she can't take it she goes off to smoke. Simmons rips up his cards. He's going off book. Floors his electric wheelchair toward his, uh, his Chekhov's brand electric wheelchair. Brand. <laughs> <laughs> he he floors it towards Jeff. He pulls back on it, launching him into the air in a Christ-like uh, Christ air. Uh, sure. I was going to say 1080, but he does no rotation. He does no rotations in the slightest. He, he, he does a Christ air. Right. And he hangs in the air for what seems like too long physically. And then 
Jeff catches him. And Simmons simply says, he hates me, yet he caught me. Man is good. Annie, this, everybody erupts in cheers. uh, And Annie's like, Annie comes up with an idea and starts kissing Jeff. Uh, Shirley in the crowd, by the way, is terrified by this thing happening because that means because that means she's going to get chased by a werewolf. Totally agree. It's a terrifying prospect. Um, uh, Then Annie says the wonderful line. He was horny. So he dropped him. Man is evil. Horny on Maine. Horny on Maine. Um, I did like the fact that right as that ended uh, home by the by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros plays which is a very good song. I'm glad you knew what it was because I wrote that whistling song I can never remember the name of. It's in one of my Spotify playlists because I really like it. Greendale wins. Britta is also disgusted as she goes to smoke and she doesn't. And as they are all leaving, Shirley is now very worried she's going to get chased by a werewolf. Um, uh, I was trying to think of a good rhyme for like uh go on if jeff kisses annie you best run your fanny i was gonna go you must ranny Um, which is not quite annie kisses jeff a werewolf is jeff (laughs) (laughs) i got nothing sometimes Um, you just gotta rhyme jeff with jeff it's true. All the greatest songwriters know that. I mean, they did that in Jeff Birdie. So I'm just moving on. Come um, on, Jeff Birdie's amazing. Okay, we won't we won't we won't touch the Jeff Birdie in the room. Abed is like, hey, don't worry. It's not gonna happen because in my next movie, we discover that Pierce is an actual genius. And Shirley and Troy are both like, Oh yeah, no, that's never gonna happen. Uh, At that Pier- exact same moment. <laughs> Britta is like, hey, you know what? That actually worked. Because when I went to go light up, all I could think about was a threesome in your hot tub. And I got so disgusted that I didn't smoke. You are a genius. Abed's taken aback by that. And then Whitman walks by saying, you know, it's a full moon tonight. (laughs) Right. Like he wants to see this tiny, tiny trophy. In the the full moonlight. and, And Abed is immediately like, surely? Shirley and he goes running after her um and then outside Jeff and Annie say oh you know we we did good blah 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 then they do that awkward hug handshake thing again and Annie's just like just pat me I I really like the the ex- ex- acceptance of this is go- this is awkward just get it over with please and then they yeah, leave just, they kind of going to happen they kind of leave in opposite it. directions wouldn't you? You wouldn't be like, <laughs> That's well, fair. we did we did an awkward hug handshake dance and Let's that continue ended up with together. me patting you on the head. Um, oh, we're going the same direction. I just remembered I left my keys in the other side of the campus. So I got to go. Oh, no, like, I left my books on the roof. Yep. You make up an excuse. You don't hang around that. You just patted somebody on the head. Congratulations. You are getting the hell out of there. <laughs> that's fair. They do not want to see you in this moment. Trust me. That's fair. So that's the end of the episode. Uh, we do have the tag. 
um, which is uh, Abed and Troy filming uh, the versions of Abed and Troy that they, they have casted to do the disco spider rap. Uh, they're not very, the movie versions are not quite good at it. So Troy's like getting really frustrated at them and takes, he's like, are you, do you hate doing this? Do you? And he's freaking out and Abed kind of takes him aside and they whisper and he's like, all right, uh, just, you know, try to have fun with it. Uh, take 36. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a, these tags are so funny. I love them. Uh, and that is the end of the episode proper. And that means that it is time for grades. I really like this episode. It is it. So we had an episode and I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head, but we had an episode earlier where it also had sort of three concurrent plots and we Mm -hmm. both kind of agreed that it was too busy. Uh, In this one, it also has those three concurrent plots. We've got the debate thing. We've got the uh, sort of um, B plot of Britta quitting smoking and the C plot of Abed's movies. Or maybe flip those those last two around. You know, they're both side plots. And I actually think it really works here. It's Mm -hmm. just enough. And each one is interesting enough on its own. Uh, that I don't feel like it all detracts from the other bits. Plus, it all kind of comes back together at the end in, you know, tiny ways. Like Britta getting so tense at the end that she's like, I need a cigarette because this debate tournament is just so intense. Uh, hey, which man, in this fairness, Marble Run is so intense. exciting. You know, sometimes you watch Marble Run so good, you got to have a smoke afterwards. It's just um, satisfying that marble run after glow <laughs> but yeah i think all three plots really work here um i also just really love uh jeremy simmons as that villain we get that introduction to city college we get just i mean so many so many good lines in this um i love abed's side plot where he's accidentally predicting the future Mm-hmm. Uh, that is super fun. Like, yeah, everything about this is pretty good. I don't really have anything else to say. I think we covered basically everything that I love about this episode. Sure. Uh, it's a solid A from me. I think it's one of the best episodes we've seen of Community up till this point. There are definitely ones later on that outdo this, but um, for season one, I mean, this is this is uh, where I think season one really starts taking off. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think I, I don't really have much to to disagree with you here. I do want to. I, I do think I have a reason why the three plots work here, and I don't remember if it were uh, the reason why it didn't work in the previous episode because these podcasts honestly leave my brain as soon as I I say them <laughs> and true. then I listen to them back. And I'm like, oh, I remember that, and then they're gone again. Um, but I think this because of the third plot or whichever number you want to put it is so referential to everything else that happens the abed plot yes the abed plot is mostly about other things that are happening in the other plots already to me that it's like oh there's just one little bit over here because abed says that you know pierce is gonna hurt his leg and then he's done that and then it's kind of a joke kind of thing i think because that's so light and only kind of pops in when something else happens in a different plot that 
it doesn't feel like, well, we have to jam this in where we can't. It's like, oh, no, this happened in this plot. Therefore, we can make a joke about it here and go from there. The other two plots are more substantial because they actually have you know character growth and stuff. But I, I think that's why the three plots really work here. The one thing that I wish I had more of was Troy. Um, but it's really hard to balance everybody because you get a right. lot of Dean. You get a lot of Annie. You, get a, you know, you get a lot of the characters that are in those plots. And Troy is kind of shuffled out a little bit. He gets a couple great lines like the my my what my feet are 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 long and stupid. Oh, it's a good uh-huh. line. Like and that's kind of I think what community does to Troy and the early sections is just like you say you say f- f- words in a really good comedic way. Can you go do this now? Right. Where we don't get a lot of character growth from his character. I mean we we have, but I I think that gets better and that's kind of I, I want more Troy, but that's that's more of me knowing where Troy goes and where you know how how his relationships grow. Um, sure. But I agree with you. I think this is an A. I think this is a really really good. I mean, for this to be first season episode of any show is incredible. It's it's well crafted. It's well put together. Um, I don't really have many problems with it. I just it's an A honestly because I know that there are things coming that are higher. Right. And I don't want to just like cap A plus here <laughs> because this is great. It's it's a fantastic episode of Community. There are ones that are better. Right. I mean, just as an aside, I think grading Community is difficult because the early episodes are really good, but seasons two and three especially are, they have some really, truly excellent timeless amazing episodes i can't wait to talk about them. and, They're going and to be so it's so like, much fun to talk about it's like okay yes season one episode nine is really good but it's also not like you know season two episode you know whatever i don't know the numbers off the top of my head but it's not that episode and it's not that episode and like right it's it's tough grading these first ones because i don't want to just be like oh yeah it's another a plus community is perfect because you know nothing's perfect but right that and and I don't I don't mean to in, intimate that A plus is perfect. That's not how I grade them because it's a subjective right. art thing. It's nothing's A plus doesn't mean perfect. It just means this is the standard bearer of when I think of a community episode. This is a community episode, right? And this is this is honestly one of the ones I think about as one of my favorites. But you know there I know that there's room for room that it grows and it's outdone in other episodes. So right, that's where I'm at. That's all we've got for this episode. Um, We would like to know what you think about this episode. Was this episode as good as we said it was? What do you think about Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC versus O-Town versus 98 Degrees? Be prepared for that poll where finally a good morning greendale poll that doesn't put god on blast (laughs) i feel like that's a good tagline finally (laughs) back to a good morning greendale poll that doesn't put god on blast um Um, yeah uh which is your favorite uh marble run team um and why is it not o rangers because they're the clearly the best and by the best i mean not very good at it let us know what sports you're watching while you can't watch sports because mm-hmm. if you man, watch that, sports at all, that marble racing was wild. I, I have sent you the link on uh Facebook oh, good. messenger. 
so you can enjoy later and possibly even cut in some more thoughts here if you'd like, or we can talk, we can circle back and talk about it next week because again, sports are still gone. I'm just going to have to keep talking about marbles. Next week is just going to be us talking about marble racing for an hour. Apparently that's um, fine. I'm okay with this. Uh, no, it won't be. Uh, it's effectively t- what all my sports podcasts are now. They're just like, well, there's nothing going on. Let's talk about marbles, I guess. We will be back next week to talk about more community. Uh, in the meantime, you can get in contact with us. You can do that on Twitter. We are at Good Greendale. You can also find a contact form on our website, goodmorninggreendale.com. If you want to drop us a line, let us know what you think about this episode and marble racing, etc. And anything else that we talked about, because I've already forgotten most of it. We're on marble racing now, so we're going to go watch some marble racing, I guess. Um, seems a good idea as any. Seems, yeah. What else are we going to do with our time? Until next time, we hope that you are all out there being safe, being yes. hygienic. Wash your hands. I feel like every media you have consumed in the last two weeks has been like, be safe, wash your hands. Sure. But be safe, wash your hands. Yeah, and and be kind to yourself. Uh, this is a hard time. So, and be kind to the people around you. Um, it's a, it's a hard time for everybody. So, you know, kind of take that and know that when you're, re- you're interacting with people, cause everybody's going to take it a different way. So just be kind. So, uh, until next time, uh, when we, I promise we will be talking about community and not marble racing. I'm you Ben. You can promise that. I don't know if I can, Ben. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I I wish wish you luck. luck.